Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, Kevin Smith shares how the Navy wasn't quite what he anticipated. How are you guys? Thumbs up. That's cool. Yeah, so I, I started doing stand-up uh, in 2008. I was 22, and I did it a couple of times. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to move to L.A. Like, I, I got this down. Like, <laughs> I'm, re- <laughs> I'm ready to make the move. Like, <clears throat> I had some friends going there. Like, it'd be cool. It's August 2008. It's like, I'm moving to L.A. I've done comedy twice <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Like, yep, I'm going to move to L.A. And in January of 2009, I was in L.A., like, doing comedy, having fun. And in May of 2009, I was in the Navy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it turns out I don't like struggling at all. Like, as soon as a little bit of adversity got, like, thrown my way, I'm like, nope, not... Not being hungry, like, what can I do to escape this situation and not be homeless? It's like, I'll, I'll join the, the military, they'll give me a job, and I walk in off the street, I do really good on a practice test for the ASVAB, and I go to MEPS, where it was, which was like they process you, and I do even better on that test. Like, I take the test, I go up to get my score, and the girl grabs the paper, she looks down at it, and she looks up at me, and she looks back at the paper. It's like, that, yes, that's my score. Like, stop looking at me like I cheated. Like, <laughs> I was sitting in front of you. <laughs> Which I should have took as a sign. Like, ah, they, they already don't think you shit. Like, <laughs> you probably should, like, back out. <clears throat> and I, once I get my head on something, I'm too, like, focused. Like, nope, this is, this is what I've chosen to do to get out of my situation. That's pretty bad right now. I'm going to do it. Even though they, they, they kept giving me hints. Because the first day, I, I had to go to MEPS three times. The first time, I wasn't a high school graduate, according to them. So, um, I had more credits than you need to graduate. I don't know how math works where you guys <laughs> like do it, but 255 is more than 250. I'm a high school graduate. Get that fixed. Go back. Uh, and it's like, uh, yeah, that tattoo you got, you can't have that because it's a gang sign. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see my arm from here, but yeah, take a look at that. That weird exclamation point looking thing. So, uh, well, no, it, it, before it was, not now. <laughs> no, they thought it was a gang sign. It was never a gang sign. So I had a, <laughs> I had a uh, old English D, which is this part, and the Detroit area code here. And I couldn't have that tattoo because at one point there was a gang called the Detroit Tigers. And... <laughs> Like, no, the guy told me that with a straight face, too. And I was, uh, are you retarded? What is it? <laughs> and I should have been like, all right, they don't want me that bad. I shouldn't do it. And I still did it. And nine months after I signed up, I'm never going to forget this day because it's one of the worst days of my life. Uh, March 10th of 2010, I went to boot camp for the first time. First, uh, only time. Why would I go to boot camp more than once? But <laughs> yeah, I went to boot camp, and it's like 10 o'clock at night. I get off the bus, and there's this very angry Vietnamese guy, and he's yelling at us. 
And it is the most stereotypical depiction of an Asian person. Like, if this script was written in the 70s, it would have said Chinaman. Like, that's what... <laughs> yeah, and he's screaming at us, and you're like, you can't understand him. He's like, what the, what's the matter? You don't speak English? I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the one in this situation who speaks English. I don't think that's what you can say to me at this point. <laughs> and I was over it instantly. Oh, I've been here 10 minutes, and I'm already over it. And so, like, I don't know what boot camp is going to be. The only, the only things I have for what the Navy is is movies and my dad's stories. But my dad was in the Navy, like, when women basically weren't around. So things are pretty different if, like, an entire group of people wasn't allowed to do it when the person who's telling you about it is telling, oh, there's girls there? <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> yeah. So... I'm at boot camp, and I was like, all right, it's not, I know it's not going to be Full Metal Jacket. That's a movie. It can't be the boot camp scene from Full Metal Jacket. I was like, it got to be something like Full Metal Jacket. Like, <laughs> like, like, you're in a position where what you do might make people die. Like, it has to be, like, they have to toughen you up somehow. And it's just like, no, that's, they, they, I put it like this way. I didn't cut my hair. Like, I've been shaving my hair since I was 19. I went in when I was 24, but I was like, you know what, I want the full boot camp experience. I'm not even going to, I'm going to let them cut my hair. And, like, that was outsourced. <laughs> they, they had other people doing this, like, all right. And then they cut my hair, and it was a bad haircut. And I was like, uh, <laughs> this, this can't be allowed. Look at this. This is awful. I could have did <laughs> better than this myself. Like, what about discipline and good order? Like, look at, look at these hairs sticking up. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's when I was like, all right, I'm, I think I'm over the Navy. Like, I'm already, this is already not good. Like, all you do is, like, get yelled at. And they don't even yell at you for good reasons. It's like, I, I felt like yelling, and now I'm going to yell. And then you got somebody who's like, so I'm, like, average height, 5'11". And there's, like, this five foot six dude who don't like how much I'm moving in line, and he stands this close to my face. And it's like, I don't, why are you doing this? You know what? Just say I was a crazy person. And I wanted to hurt you. I, I could do that. Like, <laughs> I, already, I already know that you can't hit me. So what are you? <laughs> you going to talk in my ear? Like, I have a, I have a father. And I'm, you, you don't scare me more than he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so boot camp turned out to be more annoying than it was hard. Like, the person in charge of me, sometimes they got to teach us stuff, but he was sitting reading off of the projector, and he couldn't read well. And I was like, I don't, I don't think you can yell at me if you can't read good. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I make it through that, because it's like, oh, I just got to do whatever you... or go wherever you say at the time you tell me to go there, and then I sit around and tell people that I'm not going to, well, it's not that I don't, I tell them that, I just, if you tell me to do something, I can't just let you think you did it, or I did it because you told me, like, I have to put up some type of fight. <laughs> and yeah, so, I go through boot camp, and I'm getting out of boot camp, I, ha I signed up for this job. All I know is I'm going to be a nuke. That's all they say. You're a nuke. That's, that's what the smart people do. Like, I'm a machinist mate, and I'm a nuke. Like, 
before I signed up to be a mass communication specialist, like, all right, I'm a writer, I'm doing this so I can get out of debt, and maybe I'll get some stories and I'll be funnier at the end. But then a guy came up to me and was like, hey, we'll give you $25,000 if you do this job. I was like, oh, how did you know my only weakness was thousands of dollars? <laughs> So yeah, I, I signed up to be a nuke, and in the summer of 2010, I was down in Charleston at nuke school. I don't really know what this is yet. They say it's really hard, and it's going to be more work than I've ever done in my life. I'm going to live for the weekend, which you don't really like, I don't, okay, I'm going to live for the weekend. I don't know what that means. Like, oh, that means you're going to get super shit housed every single chance you get, because you're working, and you're not even working. You're sitting in the classroom as people read things to you but they put the important parts in a different color. So that's, that's what you write on the test. Like, oh, that's, I just need to know the parts that's a different color. <laughs> Is this? <laughs> yeah, like, and my, my job is in the top three for the most difficult in the military. It's like, I, just, I don't, this is, I just, I write the things that's a different color. That's, you, you either have to be, listening or autistic, and that's, <laughs> like, you, you, you can do that. <laughs> and all I do, like, I'm very cynical, so I just look for chinks in the Navy armor where, like, things happen, and it's like, that, that was real stupid. Like, why is that even something you care about? Because I wrote flathead on a test for a screwdriver, right? It was like, name a type of screwdriver. It's like, oh, flathead, that's a type of screwdriver. There's like, no, wrong, that's a standard screwdriver. And uh, is that really something we need to care about if, like, <laughs> Like, if you really need a screwdriver, and I was like, here, I got this flathead. I'm like, no, get me a standard. <laughs> it's like, I don't, if this is that technical, I feel like that's not an important part of what we have to learn. And they get very, like, you have to do everything their way. Even there's like, all right, I'm going to show you how to do this math, and then you do the math. It's like, I don't feel like there's a lot of ways to do math. Like, why are you so strict about doing it your way? Like, it's like two ways. And, like, they both lead to the same conclusion. Like, we can be more efficient <laughs> than your way. And I pass A school because it's easy. I write down what they told me. <laughs> and then I past what is called power school, where I learn about nuclear stuff, which is really more of just writing whatever they tell me. Sometimes you draw things, and yeah. <clears throat> that was nuclear power school. And then I got to work. I didn't work on nuclear reactors. I affect the stuff that's around them. But you start to see people. So I'm I eat nothing. All I do is get yelled at, because that's what they can do. They can yell at you. It's like all right, what the fuck ever, I'm used to that, fucking yell at me all you want. I know you're not going to punch me in the face because you lose. And, <laughs> and yeah, I, the whole time, so I do this school thing for 18 months. And the, the entire time, so you, you do something for 18 months, you're like, you think you got a good idea of it. I've been in the Navy for 18 months. It's like, no, nah, don't judge the Navy by this process. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> I feel like this is the only thing I have to judge it on. If you do something, I feel like you can make a, like, this, I don't like this thing because you guys do this, this, and this. Like, no, 
don't judge this by this. Wait till you actually get to the fleet. So I'm waiting for the fleet, which is a huge mistake. Like, because <laughs> I walk on the boat my first day, and it's like, oh, this, this place is a shithole. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is nothing like the military movies. Like it's all clean and people do what they're told. And it's like, you don't. So you take a shower and you don't want to touch anything. That's how dirty this place is. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, my shoulder touched the wall. I need 15 more minutes of shower <laughs> so I <laughs> so I can get through this. And I was there on the boat like two weeks, and I finally realized when I was going to start judging the Navy because. It's my first day in the new birthing. I got to get my bed ready. I go to where they keep the sheets. I go to get my sheets. I'm digging through, and I'm getting sheets, and somebody walks in off a of watch. I mean, now I understand, like, oh, you've been on watch. So, yeah, you're tired. And he walks in. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm getting sheets. Get the fuck out of my nine-pack. I was like, uh, after I get sheets, I don't. <laughs> Why would you have the sheets here if you didn't want people to be here? That's, that makes no sense. <laughs> and the guy yells at me because he's been in the Navy longer. That's how it works. Like, if you've been in longer, you get to yell at the people who've been in less time. But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't agree with the premise of his argument. So I was like, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> and that was a huge thing. Like, people threatened to make my life in the Navy harder, which is how it works. Like, they work on threats. Like, most of the time, nothing happens. Like, uh... uh I mean, I'd wait for you to do it, but I have a pretty good chance. There's a pretty good chance you won't. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that. <laughs> and now I'm still in the Navy because, <laughs> because later somebody came up to me and was like, you know what? We'll give you $75,000 if you stay in. <laughs> They must have jotted down my weakness. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. I'm Kevin Smith. That was Kevin Smith sharing his thoughts on the Navy. Thanks, Kevin, for sharing your story. If you'd like to join the podcast or check out the live show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find our online submission and contact forms, a list of upcoming shows, and more storyteller podcasts. I'm Deb Markham. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.